Hello, everybody, and welcome to Next Level Outreach. We are live at Victory Tabernacle in Tampa, Florida. My name is Larry Williams. My name is Joshua Taylor. And this is a podcast dedicating to inspiring, informing, and empowering you to do the will of God. And we're going to ask you the same question. When was the last time you personally won a soul? And I never get tired of asking that question. In fact, I want to go win a soul right now Mm -hmm. because that's really what we're here to do. We're here to win a soul. Mm -hmm. We want to see souls get saved. We want to see people get baptized in Jesus' name. We want to see them filled with the Holy Ghost. So we want that to happen. That is what we live and breathe for. That's why God saved us. Mm -hmm. So that way we can go tell other people about him Mm -hmm. and have them have that conversion experience. There's nothing like apostolic truth. There's nothing that can quite compare to it. Mm-hmm. It's not like any other church that says, well, you know, you just say a prayer and you're good. No, we see literal transformation happen yeah. when they come to an apostolic church. So we're excited. We're glad um, to be here doing this podcast because we know that if it can help even one person, if, if this podcast can translate into one soul reaching heaven. We know that God has called us to do this and it's going to be, it's going to be great um, to rejoice over. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we're still on this series on prayer. Um, We discussed last uh, in our last podcast about the importance of passion Mm -hmm. and how passion is um, so important when it comes to prayer. You don't want to be just, you know, yawning when you're praying, you're not, you know, the tired prayer and, You know, I'm sorry, God, I'm just, you know, all these things. No, you want to be passionate about it. Whatever you're passionate about, it's going to translate into great things happening. And then the week before that, we talked about intercession and how important it is for us to intercede for people. But today we are going to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about patience. Mm -hmm. Patience. None of us like patience. We hate patience. I don't want to be patient. I, I can't stand being patient. I want it to happen now. Yeah. I want to just put that thing in the microwave for 30 seconds and mm-hmm. it to be perfect and it just to work out great. Unfortunately, God is not like that. Yeah. So what's patience, Josh? Talk to us about what, what patience is. All right. This week, patience. So patience, the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. So it's that ability to tolerate trouble when things aren't going right, when when you pray and nothing happens, when you intercede and nothing happens, when you pray with passion and nothing happens right away. Are you going to get upset? Are you going to get angry? Are you going to get frustrated at God, at the process? Or are you going to exude Patience, and so we're going to talk about the importance of patience today, um, and you know how it's going to help us. Awesome, awesome, and it's and 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 that's so true. We have to be able to tolerate delay. A lot of times we're thinking, man, after I get done praying, everybody's getting saved. Right. <laughs> after that prayer, that one that prayer? one prayer, man, <laughs> that prayer is going to tear that thing just erupted. Ooh. And I don't know if you ever left prayer one time and then you felt like the whole world changed. (laughs) (laughs) Like I just touched God and then I step out of that prayer and everything is just, I mean, 
heaven is just here. Yeah. All the angels came down, and they're just staying here. And then you realize, folks still messed up. Or if you prayed and then you get around someone that hasn't prayed <laughs> and, and you're wiping the snot and the tears out of your eyes and they're just like, huh, okay. <laughs> and you're like, really? You don't know what God just did? And they're like, nope. <laughs> so it's always, it's always fun. But patience, patience is that ability to really endure the bible calls us to endure hardness as a good soldier um and 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 to be able to you know do things over a long period of time yeah. and that kind of goes back to our first series when we talked about goals and how how things don't always uh churn out the way we want them to right away yeah. we think that it's just going to happen overnight that all of our problems are going to be solved overnight and we're just going to see thousands upon thousands of converts overnight. And it usually doesn't work out that way. You know, you might pray for six months and maybe one person might get saved. And you're like, really? I invited a thousand people in one person. But God God knows everything. So we just have to trust in God and trust in the process and know that God's going to help us. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But they that um, that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. And it's and it's um and it's funny, I heard somebody preach this one time on that scripture that talks about the progression of a mature walk with God. You start off on wings. <laughs> you start off, you know, flying with Jesus. And then you get to running. And then, but the real maturity happens when you're walking with him. And that's what we're really called to do. God wants to mature us so that way we can walk with him daily. Yeah. And just have that personal connection with him and uh, and not faint. It says walk yeah. and not faint. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that comes to being patient, being able to, you know, do things over a long period of time, being able to be consistent. Over a long period of time, praying consistently, fasting consistently, reading your Bible consistently, witnessing consistently, you know, doing the things of God, coming to church consistently. All these things, they require a lot of patience yeah. because God is, a, is into crockpots. He's not into microwaves. Yeah. And that's, um, that's what we have to really understand and, um, and, and get the grip of if we're going to be successful. Because God... Here's the thing. I've 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 been been saved very long, but I've seen stories and I've, you know, um looked at people and and the people who were successful with God either nowadays or in the history, they had long-term success. It wasn't just hit and miss. Like there were people who were on fire one point and then all of a sudden you're like, "What happened?" And I think some of it, I mean, it has a lot to do with a lot of things, but I think some of it had to do with they weren't able to endure. They had no patience. Yeah. They didn't have uh they didn't have longevity. Mm -hmm. And that's what God wants to give us. Longevity in ministry. Longevity, consistent soul winner. Mm -hmm. Not just a hit and miss soul winner, but somebody who's consistent 
And that's where we go and we learn patience. Why don't you kind of touch on some things, Josh? Yeah. I like what he uh, mentioned with the crock pot and the microwave. Um, John Maxwell talked about concerning leaders. Um, He says that uh, senior leaders, they, they, they want to microwave younger leaders. Yeah. They want to put them in the microwave, put them on for, you know, 45 seconds, take them out, and they got a great leader. Yeah. They didn't have to put that much effort and that much, you know, longevity into them. They just gave them a few things, and that, mm-hmm. they were great. Um, <clears throat> but it usually doesn't turn out that way. That's uh-uh. going to be a disaster doing it that way. And not even just that, but just souls in general. Like, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just starting a church plant, and I have Bible studies that I do almost every day. Mm-hmm. And people who I personally want, like I have this one sister who I personally want her. Witness to her. She came to church. She got baptized. She got the Holy Ghost. She she wants to live for God now. And she has all these things. And and um, and I'm sitting here like, man, I need help doing more work. So I'm going to get you ready so you can go mm-hmm. out and do more work. Mm-hmm. I need some help. <laughs> but then every time I go there, I realize, man, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be this overnight success. There's no such thing as an overnight success. Just the we we think, man, where did that person come from? Well, they've been training and doing <laughs> something for like thirty years, and you just now found out about them, mm-hmm. and you're just now seeing their success. And I think that that's uh, when it comes to prayer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just have to be patient, not only with people but with God, yeah. and patient with ourselves. Yeah. Sometimes you're not gonna get it right right away, mm-hmm. but stay in. The crockpot. Stay yeah. there. Don't get up just because you're not who you think you're gonna you're supposed to be right away. It takes time. Yeah. Things happen. It, it it's a process. Yeah. But just stay with it. Keep praying. Keep doing the things that you know to do. And eventually it will turn out good. Mm-hmm. But we give up on ourselves too much. And we give up on God. And we feel like, man, I just I failed and it's over. Or I I didn't I didn't do I didn't meet these certain ex I'm not talking about moral failure and um even moral failure, God will forgive. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about just failure in terms of ministry. A lot of times we put these high expectations on ourselves mm-hmm. and these high expectations on God, where we think, man, this is this is how this is supposed to happen. I see how this is and this is how it's supposed to happen but then when it doesn't turn out that way we feel like man i'm a failure and it's never gonna work but it takes time god is long term and a lot of times it's the little things that we do over time that produce great results so we just have to remember that and know that god is a god's on our side god's gonna help us so we're going to move forward to our examples now. And the example that I want to share with you is ACC. Wow. I've been there now for, feels like forever. But uh, <laughs> it's only a two-year college, but it feels like forever. I'm only 20. But it just feels like I've been there forever. Yeah. But long story short, been praying, praying there, been trying, been you know, uh, passing out flyers, been uh, inviting people to church, been uh, uh, doing various Bible studies, but been mainly praying 
for a long period of time, not by myself, but also with uh, another um, uh, someone else who goes to our local church here. And uh, we pray together and we pray together and we pray together. I'll grab somebody for new life and we'll pray together and we'll pray together and we'll pray together. We'll go out to outreach and nothing happened. Nothing happened. And it's like, sometimes you can just get frustrated. Like, I'm trying and nothing <laughs> is happening. Uh, Larry would joke. <laughs> he would always ask me, he said, Josh, how's it going to ACC? <laughs> <laughs> and I just shake my head with my head down. Just insult like, to injury. <laughs> insult to injury, right. And, and just nothing happens. I'm, it's like you're trying, but nothing's happening. It's crazy. I'm like, I'm literally trying and nothing is happening. So um, it's that period there. Do you give up or do you just stick with the process? Keep yeah. doing what you know is right. Right. And now, looking, we had 11 people at um, Bible study other, um, other week. Last week, Thursday, uh, we started worshiping. We had a guitar. Kids were singing and worshiping God. We were just laying hands on kids. Um, those that were dealing with emotional uh, traumas, we were praying for them. And uh, it's a wonderful thing now to be a part of the harvest now, the increase, yeah. and just to see how kids are passing by while we're singing. and they're. Uh, wanting to be a part of it. I said, yeah, I'm going to be there next week. And You keep and, calling them kids. These are 20. Yeah. <laughs> they're 18. Yeah. 18 they're not children. children. They're not They're not kids. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, yeah, so these uh, young adults and my really my peers, um, to be able to see now the increase and see what mm-hmm. God is doing in their lives. We, we had... Um, a young man come to church last Sunday. We had three from HCC that actually came to service, which was which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, and we're really just looking forward to what God's going to do. But it really took some time, longer than I thought. Yeah. For there to be an increase, and so it may happen that way for you as well. Yeah. Sometimes it's you may you go go, felt like what was it, a year and a half, and nothing happened. Hmm. Year and a half, nothing really happened. Maybe a little trinkle here and there, but. God, I think that's really a test. Are you going to stick? How serious are you about it? Where you'll stick with the process, even when you don't physically see anything happening. But knowing, are you going to continue in prayer? Mm-hmm. Are you going to continue um, suffering without getting upset? Are you going to continue to endure? And, and like you said, longevity really is the key. Are you going to stick with it long term? Are you here just for an instant revival? Mm-hmm. Is that what you want, an instant revival? And it just falls out? Or do you want discipleship? Do you want consistent teaching? You want doors to be open that you wouldn't have been able to open in that short amount of time. Yeah. God is opening those doors now. Um, and so that's just my encouragement there with that sample at ACC. Right. Um, and then a biblical example of uh, a really good biblical example of patience is the story of Abraham. We know in Genesis 12, God calls uh, Abram at the time. He wasn't Abraham yet. And he says, I want you to go to a country that I'm going to show you, and I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Now, Abraham, or Abram at that time, was 75 years old. And he had already had a long life, was probably looking forward to retirement and just, you know, um, hanging out with his wife, Sarai, and his his nephew, Lot. And they were just going to, you know, be cool together. And then God says, God comes, interrupts all of that. And tells him, I need you to go and um, uh, go to a nation where I can tell you I'm going to make you a great nation. 
Mm-hmm. And he hadn't even had children yet. Sarai was was barren. She couldn't have children. So, um, but he trusted God. He said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how this is all going to work. But, you know, I'll try it. See what happens. I don't got nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, he goes. And then about 10 years into the process, Sarai just comes to, uh, comes to Abram like, dude, this is not working. 10 years. 10 years. Well, they've been walking with God. They've been, you know, doing their thing. And then 10 years later, Sarah is like, look, I need you to go. I got a, I got a concubine right there. I have somebody right there you can, you know, um, take care of. And he'll, she'll take care of you. And we'll, we'll get this whole thing situated here. Right. And whatever, if you have it with, if, uh, if you have the baby with her, it'll be just like it's with me. But the problem was they lost patience. They 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 wanted to rush the process, yeah. and they and 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 they went ahead. They had the baby. The name of the baby was Ishmael. Ishmael always brings issues mm-hmm. into our lives when we lose patience with God, and we try to do things our way instead of the way that God has called us to do. And that's the same thing with soul winning. Sometimes we could just be like, man, this whole this <laughs> this old thing is just whack. We need to make this thing a little more appealing for the people. You know, <laughs> they're not feeling Jesus like this. We need to, you know, just try to make it as, as appealing as possible. So that way they'll want to come. But, you know, sometimes doing it, the I, I'm not saying we don't try different, different ways of doing it because the Bible says by all means um, that some might be saved. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't want to per, pervert the gospel right. at the same time. We don't want to, uh, you know, turn it into a heresy. Or turn it to turn it into something that's not apostolic. We never want to lose our distinction. But they 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 had that baby and uh, Ishmael was there and uh, but God never changed his mind. God kept saying like, dude, I'm gonna give you a child, but it's gonna be my way. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn that that mm-hmm. the revival that God is gonna give us, mm-hmm. it has to be done the way that God wants and wants it to be done. It's not what we want or how we want it to be done or um, our method of doing things. But God says, I'm going to do it and I'm going to choose the way it's done. And that's when we learn how to be patient and wait on God for it to be done the way that he wants it. Then it's going to cause us to be more successful. And then 15 years after Ishmael is on the scene, that's when Isaac comes on the on on scene. Mm -hmm. And we're able to see that the promise did come to pass. May not have come the way when 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 Abraham wanted, but it came, and um and even after that there were still issues with Ishmael, <laughs> which means that your impatience will cause you trouble down the road. Mm-hmm. Not to say God forgot about uh said just gave up on Abraham like Abraham like well you know you messed up you didn't do it the way I wanted to and I'm not I'm not uh you can't have your your chosen child anymore no. If God gave you a promise, he's still going to fulfill that promise. Yeah. But we just have to know that there's consequences for what we do when we're not patient with God. Yeah. And we have to learn patience if we're going to be successful. So. Amen. And uh, I want to share this quote by Joyce Meyer. Um, it says, patience is not the ability to wait, but how you act while you're waiting. Mm. That's what patience is. Yeah. And go with that example um, with Abraham and Sarah. You know, it's how they acted while they were waiting, how they acted while they were in the process. They 
they they did their own thing. They rushed it. And so we have to be careful not to do that. Yeah. Um, and do things in God's timing. Absolutely. So the application for this week, we want to pray for patience. Pray that we will be patient in God's process, that we will wait on the Lord and renew our strength. Yeah. And God's going to help us and God's going to strengthen us. So pray for patience this week. Just hurry up and be patient. <laughs> and God will help you. Well, yeah. um, like we end off every week, we want you to remember, get, get them to the, the pool and get them to the pew. pew. God bless you.